Okay, good morning everybody and good morning Maria. Today we have, uh, and welcome to another episode of uh, How to Become a Digital Nomad. Uh, today we are speaking to a friend of mine uh, who lives here in Bali as well. Her name is Maria de los Angeles, a very nice name. And uh, she is a virtual assistant. So today we're going to speak to Maria and she's going to tell us a little bit about uh, what she thinks, uh, her uh, point of view uh, of being a digital nomad, how she started that and give us like some tips and tricks uh, that she can. So good morning, Maria. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Yeah. So first yes. of all, I would like to welcome you and uh, thank you very much for uh, giving uh, me and uh, the guys the time to, to just uh, be able to give us uh, some of your uh, tips and, uh, and history and achievements and stuff. So Maria, you've been, you've been living, you're living here in Bali, right? Yes. Okay. And um, since when have you been living here in Bali? Two years. Two years now. Yes. And you are working as, uh, what, what do you do exactly? A virtual assistant. You are a virtual and assistant. And then, yes, that's like handling emails. Uh, yeah, mainly emails, uh, contact with clients, daily tasks, research. Uh, yes. Okay. And Writing uh, captions sometimes, scheduling content for social media. Okay. How, how many languages do you speak? Three languages. Yeah. Okay. And, and which one do you use the most in uh, being a virtual assistant? English. English is the most one that yes. you use. Okay. So you don't really rely because you are from? Venezuela. You're from Venezuela. So my first language is Spanish and I also speak Italian, but I don't work in those languages. Okay. Okay. That's very, very interesting. So basically you would say that if you have an English as your first language, that's actually sufficient or not the first language even the second language that is sufficient to become a virtual assistant yes okay yes. so maria what made you decide to become a digital nomad uh, it was accidental i didn't like make the exact choice that i wanted to do that i okay. came to bali for a, a job that i had here and then that stopped and i didn't know what i could do uh, as you know working here without a visa or it's not like legal so I was like okay I need to work online and and then yeah a friend suggested that I should do this because I already had like I worked in logistics before so I had some administrative skills and I worked in social media before so I had those skills and and then I just decided okay I'm gonna try this and and it's worked so far I've been doing this for a year okay and um uh, so basically you just like went on the website that your friend recommended and you just applied and you started getting a job straight away. Uh, I applied on Facebook for jobs. Yep. I, yep. I haven't worked with platforms like Upwork or Fiverr. I go on Facebook groups and example, a digital nomad Facebook group or women assistant a Facebook group or virtual assistant jobs. And I, people always post, we're looking for someone, we're looking for someone. And then I apply for jobs there. Okay. So and basically you, you go on the Facebook groups and uh, do you have a list of these Facebook groups that, uh, that you can maybe yeah, share if you want? 
Okay. Totally, totally, so yes. if you don't mind like sharing it, that would be that would be like a good thing for the. If you don't mind, obviously it's completely. Yes, of course. Yes, I will. I will send you the. Okay. The we'll make a list. Okay, so you became a digital nomad one year ago, and uh, ever since yes. that's that's you what you've been doing. And you, are you doing that full time now? Yes, this is my only job, my only income. Okay. And how how do you feel about being a digital nomad? Is it something that you like? Something that you're happy that you've done, or you're not sure? Yes, I like it. Of course, I before I had jobs like everyone, like full time jobs, and then this takes a lot less time, and I can do it when I want. So I prefer a lot. Yes. Okay. So, in your opinion, what are the advantages of being a digital nomad? In your words. Well, you can choose how much you can work. You can choose your schedule. Uh, you can also okay, not always, but at least for uh, you can choose your salary. Example, different jobs. Uh, will have different rates. Uh, yeah, I think it's like the the freedom of it is the best in terms of time. Uh, flexibility. So you have a flexible schedule. Yeah. You can choose when you work, how much you yeah. work, and and basically you're you're your own boss. I would say nobody tells yes, you I what mean, to do. Like except to the well, guys yes. who are paying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> except my clients who tell me what I need to do. <laughs> but but like generally for my life I can choose and if I want to stop working I can stop working if I want to change client I can change client in order just in other jobs before it's not like that because you're depending on one job on one company so you have to think a lot if you don't like what you're doing and you want to change job because you you know that's your full income and it takes I don't know maybe you have a contract or whatever in this sense if sometimes things are not working or you want to have a higher income and you have a better offer uh, technically you know you can stop very easily and at least for me i have different clients so if one thing stops i still have three or four others going on so it's not so bad so you are not depending only on one entity uh, for your income you have different streams of income okay and um, uh, how many hours let's say per week are you working at the moment uh, maybe not so much maybe like seven hours per week a week seven seven hours per week and the rest you're surfing uh, not so much you know lately <laughs> with these waves uh, a little bit surfing swimming uh, yeah, yeah going around okay but on average is this amount this is the amount of of hours you work or that's yeah i would say eight per week uh, that's the, the average amount three of months okay before uh, i work more okay and um what are the disadvantages of, of being a, a digital nomad slash virtual assistant? Well, that also you have less security. So people, as you can go when you want, people can fire you when they want. Okay. <laughs> uh, without, uh, you know, so much notice. notice. Okay. I find that uh, at least in my experience, when I compare my virtual jobs to my uh, real life jobs, let's say, I feel less valued by the people who hire me compared to us before. So now you feel less valued. Yes, in some in some jobs compared to us before in the companies where I work. Okay. Why? Yeah. Uh, how to say? I don't know. I feel like it's taken less seriously than ah. the jobs that I had before. So the job of a virtual assistant is taken, you feel that it's taken 
being taken less by the by the your clients. In my experience, yeah, in my experience compared to the job that I had before in real companies, I feel that it's taken less seriously. Or okay. that sometimes people, you know, will when I had jobs in like real companies before, no one would text me on a weekend. Now people text on weekends and I don't reply maybe, but still you get text for work yeah. on maybe at night or on weekends, which at least for me I didn't have that before. It's just work time and then it's done. Okay. Uh, do you get like weird requests from uh, from your clients, like uh, things a little bit like uh, too personal, let's say, that they ask you to do? Because I had another interview the other day with another virtual assistant, and, and she was telling me that like uh, sometimes one of the perks of the job is that sometimes like people would just like go and ask her to to let's say. Uh, call her her boyfriend or, uh, or or something because you know like things like that does that happen to you no or yes oh never okay. i deal with only professional tasks okay or when it's personal things it's more like example i don't know how to do this can you research for me how i can get this skill or uh, i don't know i'm i'm doing bitcoin now can you research for me how where can i get a wallet or something like this it's okay. still related to work i would say in, in a way it's okay. never like personal in terms of like family or friends or yeah i have never had that okay good all right another question yeah maria uh do you mind sharing with us an average or, or just telling us more or less how much you make per month you don't have to answer if you don't want to but like it's just to give the uh, idea about uh, well it depends on the month really it changes a lot if i have to say an average since i began maybe like 600 to 800 dollars average 600 to 800 dollars average like and the, yeah, and sometimes i made less sometimes i made a bit more but i i think if i calculate now i mean from the top of my mind i would say something like that but you can obviously, if you wanted to increase that, you would increase the the hours that you're working yeah, per course, week, and then that's or like get more clients. Oh, okay. You can make more. Yeah, I just yeah, I don't work so many hours, and I haven't been looking for clients so much in the past months. I am looking again now, but for three or four months, I didn't look for new clients. And was it difficult to find clients? Mm, I've been lucky, and I think whenever I've looked. I have found something in one or two weeks. Okay. We are applying so much. Okay, I didn't like struggling to apply. And and now living here in Bali, is that job sufficient for you? Do you I mean just also to give the guys an idea about like different people who are different living li different lives in a place like Bali. What's what's the average spending that you you have per month? Do you know? Uh, I'm not. I don't calculate my average spending, but uh, from the top uh, of my head, your head it doesn't have to be hundred percent. I know? know. I'm not exactly sure, and I really don't have it from the top of my head. But I mean, with what I make, as I said, from six hundred to eight hundred average, I live. I pay my rent. I eat out. I do different activities. I pay my visa. I pay. I pay health. My health insurance. Uh, my transportation. Uh, but I don't save money, though. I spend everything. So you kind of break even. So let's say you make eight hundred dollars. Yeah. You spend kind of eight hundred dollars and stuff like that. Yeah. That's that's like, good. That's good. Okay. Uh, are you happy with what you're doing? Where you are? 
Yes, I am. You I are. Am. Okay. Okay. Um, what What was the first step in in becoming a digital nomad? So you, you kind of said the story of a friend of you. You were you left your you quit your old job, and you were looking for something. Yes. So my friend has been a digital nomad, the one who recommended me this for many years now. She's a graphic designer, and then she, uh, she was like. And she knows many people that are also graphic designers because she's been living in different places of the world uh, like this uh, as a digital nomad. And she was like, Maria, I work way less hours than you and I make a lot more money and I have a lot more freedom. And I know many people who do the same. Why are you putting yourself in the situation of keep working for a company? Just make it easy for yourself, get a job online and that's it, you know? Okay. Because also, uh, yeah. Nice. And it's, uh, it's easy. So that's yeah. that's a very cool uh, way of putting it, actually. That uh, <laughs> what your friend told you. Uh, yeah. And do you have any uh, tips for people who want to become digital nomad, who want to become virtual assistant? Any like tip or trick or or something like? For example, you you gave us, I think, a nice tip, which is that you did not. You, you can actually look on for these jobs on. Uh, on uh, Facebook and stuff like that, on mm -hmm. Facebook groups and stuff. So that's a good tip. Do you have any other tips that you would like to share? Uh, I think that's the main one, the Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, to choose a place that is, if you're not, if you are just starting and you don't have maybe a big saving, uh, to choose a place that is very cheap. <laughs> like Bali? Like Bali. <laughs> yeah, okay. so, it's, so it's facilitated because if in the beginning, you know, you're struggling sometimes or you don't have so many stable jobs, then at least you can still have a good, a good quality of life. I know there is other places for digital nomads that are way more expensive, like maybe Costa Rica or something like that. So maybe choose a place that initially is not going to cost you so much. Okay, so you so don't have so much pressure. Okay. And you can have a better quality of life for less spending yeah. stuff until you establish yourself, let's say. Yeah, like you know, like, a lot, then you can... Yeah, because if you're choosing to change lifestyle because you want a more enjoyable lifestyle, then the point is that it's more enjoyable, not that you again go somewhere, so you are still struggling. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Okay, so what is one single piece of advice that you would give to somebody, uh, to, to someone, like something that happens to you? You've been a digital nomad now for one year, mm -hmm. okay? And I'm yeah. sure there was something that happened to you or a few things that happened to you that you was like, wow, this is some, it doesn't have to be related to work. Uh, it's something uh, related okay. to your life, your lifestyle, where you are. Is there anything, a piece of advice that you would like to share? It will be regarding work and it's about contracts. So I feel like online when people hire you, they will often be like, yes, I hire you. This is what you need to do and that's it. But in the beginning, I was very naive and I didn't set limits. As example, I will work maximum these hours. I, will, I respond the phone from this time to this time or my tasks are limited to this, you know. Example, uh, people ask you to do a post for Instagram and they pay you for that post and then they do 10 revisions. In the end, it takes you 10 times the amount of time. So putting a limit, you know, I do maximum two or three revisions. So basically whatever you're doing that you set before you begin the conditions as to what is the limits of your work and make it, you know, clear for them. So you are not dealing after with situations. And if it's a new client, then that you get paid a part 
upfront because you don't know these people and they, since it's online they literally can just disappear and not pay you so to get paid always at least i don't know 20 percent upfront if it's a new client okay so basically set your boundaries get an up like yeah. a deposit like upfront payment and uh, and know exactly what you can do and basically what you cannot do and be like straightforward about it from the beginning right yeah it's a good tip uh, okay can you tell me about the first time you made money online and how did it feel and how much was it as well i mean i'm sure it's gonna be like small oh, i don't number. remember you don't remember really, how it I, felt really like unorganized first... no i mean like i mean like 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 the first time you, you went online and you applied and then like you got a client. Okay. I'm sure that was something like interesting because it's it's a step, right, for you. Yes. I think that time I didn't get uh, any like different feeling because it was not much. I think I maybe got a feeling like maybe the first time that I actually uh, made enough money to leave the month as I wanted. For example, before I would never eat out or live in a really small place, stuff like that. So I think maybe I got the feeling of like, ah, okay, this is actually happening. When I first like paid a nice house and I can eat out and can take classes of, I don't know, Pilates or whatever. So I think that that is when I got a feeling of, ah, okay, this is actually working and it's actually nice. And okay. yeah, it was just, yeah, compared to before, uh, I mean, I'm really young, so I haven't been working for many years. I've been working for two or three years. Uh, so I don't know. It felt good to see that this is the least that I've ever worked, and the and most amount also of money. So is the is the best? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the most that I've made, and also the best that I've lived. And that's feel like okay, you know. Sometimes you feel negative, but I at least for me, like sometimes I feel negative about this work, and then I remember like okay, but actually he's way better than before, and you know, it's way better than a normal job would be. I say. So, yeah, it puts things in perspective. Okay. And do you have any plans of, uh, of upgrading your, uh, your digital nomad skills? I mean, I, I mean, like, from lots of people that I have spoken with, everybody's telling me, like, once you go into the online business, whatever it is, you mean virtual yeah. assistant, online teacher, digital marketeer, whatever, it kind of opens up other opportunities to you uh, and things to do. So are you planning on, on becoming something more or learning a new skill also online or or what, what do you think you're no. going to do in the future? Uh, I have no idea. You have no idea. Uh, right now, just virtual assistant. And I mean, maybe maybe at some point, of course, I'm going to get a different skill or I, I don't know. But I, at the moment, I'm not, I have no plans. Okay. What about the, the effect of the COVID-19 on you? uh well for me on your work because I, mean. I was already on my work yeah i haven't seen any difference in yeah. my work. but you, you started as well in uh, during the pandemic right yeah so you cannot compare from before that uh, what was yeah. happening. okay okay uh, any other uh, applications websites uh, programs uh, tips that you would recommend to people yeah i mean like i know that for for virtual assistant there is fiverr there is uh, uh, upwork and there is uh, also the facebook groups and stuff is there anything else that you would recommend people to visit for application or any other i don't know i uh, only use groups okay and yeah. is there any app or something that you use as a digital nomad that facilitates your work 
for example, something that uh, makes life easier. I use Trello. Trello. Yeah, for organizing. Uh, you make boards and then your uh, your clients can also view the board. So you have like the tasks there and you both can view it. And for example, I put my invoices there uh, and uh, different content. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Trello. Okay. Like for administrating. All right. Any other uh, thing that you would like to add? Any questions that maybe I've forgotten, I haven't asked you that you think it's uh, relevant? Uh, I, I have nothing in my head at the moment. I think you've asked me almost everything or everything. Okay. Yeah. Now, I, now I know everything about you, Maria. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so if you come up with a question or something like later on, just let me know. Uh, okay. Anyway, it was, it was a pleasure having you. And uh, thank you very much for your time. I hope uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, this uh, this talk. Actually, I learned a lot. Me too. Thank and, you, Rahim. Uh, yeah, I will uh, see you again, and probably we'll do another meeting at, at another point. So thank you very much for your time, and thank you guys for listening and participating in the this show. And uh, we'll see you again in another episode next week. Thank you, and have a good day. Thank you. Thank you.